Hey guys, Terrence Brunner here. On today's podcast, we're going to talk about creating a turnkey rental property or having one created for you. Stick in for today's episode. All right, so today we're talking about what a turnkey rental property is. There's different differing opinions on what a turnkey property is, what a turnkey property isn't. Um, I mean, just like anything, it's it's made up and is based on somebody's opinion somewhere. So a turnkey property can there's a couple different different couple different ways you can break it down. Is one you can break it down as there are companies out there that say they're a turnkey company, and they come to you and say, you know, hey Bob, understand you want to buy real estate. Let us go source a property for you, and they go source it. You fund all the rehab of it, the purchase of the property. They then partner with a third-party property management company. Then they make sure it's tenanted. And then at the time that it's cash flowing, you finally start to receive some money. And that's one version of a turnkey property. And really, their role in that entire process is to source a property and to source a buyer and to have both of those things come together at the same time and they're kind of the middleman and they make that happen okay my opinion of a turnkey property is a little different and and what we at invictus real estate group kind of define it as is we go out we buy a property we buy it for ourselves okay Uh, we do all the inspections on the front end we make sure it's going to work okay so we buy the property we then will get crews on the property We'll go through, do all the rehab, all of that. Then our property management company will then make sure that a tenant's placed in it, and we start to receive the income as a company. At the point when we're receiving the income as a company, it goes onto our list, okay? It hits our inventory. And at that point, when somebody purchases that property, my my opinion of it, excuse me, my opinion of it is the day that you purchase the property, you should be in a position to start receiving checks, not having to wait 60, 90, 120 days for that property to, to start to cash flow. Okay, so that's that's what a turnkey property is. So the, the point of this podcast is, is two things. One, it's to give you some insight into our company, our process, to build some trust through that, and for you to eventually realize these guys are amazing, and I want to work with them. Okay, the second is for somebody that wants to put all the time all the energy, the effort, wants to make the mistakes, but they want to do it themselves. Nothing wrong with that. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. If that's you, then obviously we're not a good fit, but I'm going to kind of give you some tips on how you can source the properties. Okay, so you're wanting to do it yourself. This is how you can source the properties. And again, the downfall with working with a turnkey company like ours is obviously we make money when we sell the property to you. So we have to buy it right make sure that we rehab it right and by the time we sell it and get it cash flowing we've got to make sure that the value is there through an appraisal so that we can make money now if you go through and you do all of that yourself you may have you may get the idea you can save some money and and by the way if you plan on owning a lot of properties you know you want to get to where you're owning 50 100 150 200 properties then that's probably the way for you to go if you have the time to do it but if you're somebody right now, you're saying, I want to just buy one, two, five, ten of them, then working with a turnkey company probably will make some sense to you. Okay. So 
you want to get out and source your own properties. There's some different ways to do it. One, you can work with wholesalers. Okay, a wholesaler is somebody that, you know, they find somebody who wants to sell the house. And, uh, you know, that, that person says, hey, I want to sell this house for 25000 They then find a buyer and they say, hey, this house is, is selling for 30000 and they have it under contract at twenty-five thousand, and they make the spread there, right? So they they then make the five thousand dollars for connecting a buyer and a seller. Okay, great thing about wholesalers is they're pretty connected to the community, the great ones, and they'll bring you deals all the time. Okay, we've worked with wholesalers, still work with some, can make can make a lot of sense if if they bring you the right deals. The second is is there are guys that will send out you know, marketing flyers everywhere. Even wholesalers would do this, okay? But I know companies that will just do this and they cut the wholesalers out. And they basically send flyers out to all the companies saying, hey, we buy your houses, you want to sell it? You know, sell it to us, okay? Um, or, you know, I know people that have gotten their real estate license just so they can access the MLS. And the thing when you're accessing the MLS is you're fighting with everybody over every little deal that's on the MLS. And we have bought properties, from the MLS. It's not our primary source by any means. Uh, we tend to negotiate on bigger packages, okay, which is if you're going to source your own properties and you're going to own a lot of properties, and this is something you'll definitely want to look into is, is how you can locate packages of 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 at a time that you can purchase because your negotiating power is going to be much greater on larger deals than it is buying a single house. Okay, so learning to source your own properties is all about creating the networks and basically putting as many fishing poles in the water as you can to catch the one fish that you need to, uh, you know, make sure you have the right houses. Okay, so there's there's sourcing the properties. The second thing, you've got to make sure that you have great rehab crews. Okay, I have gone through a lot of rehab groups, rehab crews with our our uh, business. And let me tell you this, when you're sitting in front of somebody, they'll always tell you that they know how to do whatever it is you're trying to hire for, right? Oh, yeah, I know how to paint, right? Yeah, I can do plumbing work. Yeah, I can work on HVACs. You know, you, it's why you want to use people that are certified. And my best sources and why we have the quality of rehab crews that we have is we, we've taken the time to find guys that do it well. And then they bring in other guys that do it really well, okay? And then we'll hire in laborers and we'll have our, our high-level guys start to train our lower-level guys. And that has worked really, really, really well for us. We're also pretty fortunate because our area of the country, for about three or four months out of the year, during the winter, everybody gets laid off. And so we'll go through and we'll cherry-pick some of the top talent. And once they come in and start working for our company, with our company, they never want to leave because we just treat people so well. And, uh, you know, if you don't treat if you don't treat people well, somebody else will treat them well and they'll go work for them. So that's been our way of, of finding good crews. This can be a total disaster to your real estate process is not having people that you can count on. You know, the other thing is, you know, and this was difficult and some of our contractors didn't stick around, but they don't get their final payment until it's been signed off. And some of you are saying, well, that just makes sense. I can tell you a lot of people that give these guys a lot of money up front. And sometimes these guys, they'll go, what they're doing is they'll take your job and they'll take a 50% down 
on the job. And then they'll go out and they'll find another job and take a 50% down. And before they know it, they've loaded themselves up so much with work that they can't get any of these jobs done that they've committed to. So I don't front my guys money on anything. Okay, they get they get paid as work is completed. I'm not paying them in advance of work being completed. Okay, the other thing that we do is we buy all of the materials out of um, out of accounts that we have have set up. Okay, well, one it does a couple of things. One, we ensure there's no crazy markup on materials because a lot of contractors will they'll mark the cost of materials up double. Right. And they're just going to Home Depot and picking it up. OK. The other thing is by us paying for the materials. OK. They don't have to come out of pocket for it. And I'm not paying them again. I'm not paying them any wages in advance. They get paid. I mean, this is America. You get paid for what you do, not for what you say you're going to do. And there have been contractors that have said, fine, I'm not going to do the work. And I said, I don't need you to do the work then because you're going to get paid as you do the work. And uh, that's how it's going to that's how we're going to run this. And so that'd be my advice is as you're hiring your crews is don't ever cut a check up front in advance for money. I can tell you when we first started this company years ago, one of our first uh, experience was we had a guy take us for fifty, sixty thousand dollars because, again, he was doing just what I said he was doing. He was taking our jobs and everybody else's jobs and he mismanaged the money. And when it came time to do our work, he had gone bankrupt and didn't have any of the money. So working really well uh, for us is, again, we work with crews. You get paid as the work is done. Okay, so that's that's your crews. The third thing is finding a great property management company. Now, when we first started our company, we worked with third-party property management companies and uh, some of the best, absolute best in the business. The thing I started to hate, uh, I mean, I know hate's a strong word, but I really, really, really just started to hate was that they ran their companies to make money. And I know that sounds crazy because all companies make money. You're even listening to this saying, but Terrence, you run a company and you obviously run it to make money and, and you're not wrong in thinking that way. But what I started to see was, for example, a tree that died in one of our owner's yards. Instead of it costing $200 to take the tree down, they would mark that service up to $500 and they would make the $300 margin, right? The, the markup. And that's how they kept their company afloat, which was fine. And, and by the way, it was all within the expectations that people had of a property management company. But what I saw, as I saw that's impacting people's cash flow. And I get why the property management company is charging the money, but I want to start a property management company that has a completely different focus. And that is that it's completely designed just to fulfill our promises to our, and our commitments to our clients on the front end. Okay. What do I mean by that? People invest with our company for one simple reason. Okay. Cash flow. Right. They want to cash flow from owning real estate without all of the headaches. And the property management company is put in place to fulfill that mission. So we run it a little differently. It's never going to be a profit center for us. It's never going to make tons of money. Now, I'm not going to let it run negative. Don't get me wrong. That's not how we run that. But we run it pretty much at a break even 
right there, really close. Um, or, or the entire and the entire purpose of it is is if a tenant moves out and we have to then send in our crews and look at doing some rehab. I'm we're going to look at basically not much more than what it costs for all of that work to get done because we want our clients keeping as much cash flow as possible. The other reason and one of the biggest reasons that we started our own property management company is so that we would continue to be connected to the results of our clients. See, in, in our world, when a tenant moves out and the property isn't cash flowing, we're not charging the property management fee. Okay, so which means we're having to work for free or essentially at our cost on our dollar until you know they're making money again so we wanted to create a scenario that when our clients started making money again then we started making money and there was some accountability and you know we were really joined at the hip in terms of uh, performance and i can tell you from you know somebody who i built a financial advising practice that worked with a turnkey rental company and these guys were doing six to seven hundred properties a year and they were all over the place in a lot of different markets but what absolutely drove me crazy about that process is that they had no connection to the client experience after they sold the property and that was the biggest mistake i could see them making and sadly when we started our company we made the same mistake not for very long right? But we made the same mistake. And uh, so as you're out looking for a property management company, if you're going to do this yourself, you've got to just be so careful of all of the fees. See, what's pretty typical is you'll pay, you know, 10%, usually on average of whatever the monthly rents are. So again, if it's $1,000 a month, you're going to pay $100 a month to the property management company. There will be a markup on maintenance costs. Generally, if a tenant moves out and a new one moves in there's going to be a tenant turn cost or marketing costs associated with that usually what's very typical is one month's rent so again if you rent a thousand dollars they're going to charge you a thousand dollars to do that there will also be uh, a lease renewal fee which is usually half of one month's rent of the property and i can tell you this from experience it takes less than five minutes for my people to renew a lease we don't charge a lease renewal fee i mean i think that falls within the duties of our commitment to our clients we're not having to go out and find somebody new to move into the property okay and by the way if the client doesn't sign the lease there's a crazy month-to-month -month fee which incentivizes them to want to sign the lease right otherwise they're going to pay 150 dollars more a month for not signing the lease. So people, they sign the lease pretty darn quick. So we don't charge any any little fees like that. I mean, you can get nickeled and dimed to death. So my my uh, some questions I'd be asking if I was interviewing property management companies, I'd want a clear breakdown of their fees. And then I would want to understand how they handle uh, maintenance on the property, if they do any type of pre preventative maintenance, you know, we'll send our crews down and do preventative maintenance. So, again, as it starts to warm up, we'll go out and make sure all the AC units are serviced. Uh, if, you know, as it gets towards winter, we're obviously making sure the furnaces are serviced. We want the furnace filters changed. The other thing that this does is, is you have the house on a regular maintenance schedule. You have, we're, we're kind of popping in to check the state of the home. 
right? We want to see, hey, how is it being taken care of, right? And our experience has been, again, this is not 100% with everybody, but our experience has been is tenants tend to take a little bit better care of the property, keep it up a little better when they know that somebody's going to be in to kind of keep an eye on the place. So these are some things that you've got to be aware of. You know, yard, maintenance on yard, you want to know, does that fall on you through the property management company or is the property management company making sure that the tenant has to do that? And if the tenant's not doing it, is there, do they have some type of, uh, you know, I, I guess, you know, network there, somebody that's going to go out and mow the grass, cut the grass and all of that. So there's a lot, a lot of things to keep in mind, a lot of things to, um, to consider, I mean, your crews to rehab the property will be the difference between you, uh, you know, again, not overpaying on the property. And I've seen people, they negotiate really well what they think is an upfront cost, right? They negotiate really well up front. So they, they get a home at a great price, but because they don't do the rehab property properly with the right people, they way overpay on the rehab costs. And so they still end up upside down on the home. And then if you don't have a great property management company, I mean, you'll just be paying fee after fee after fee. And at the end of the day, you'll regret this whole business of investing in real estate, which is why I believe that for 99% of everyone out there, they should consider using a turnkey company like ours that can generate eight, nine, 10% net of property management fees, taxes, and insurance, and they take all of the headaches away. Not all of them. It's not that you'll never have to think about it, but uh, it makes it much more manageable and, and profitable, which is important. So this has been kind of an, an outline on the turnkey process. Any questions you have, feel free to email email them in and uh, be glad to answer those but uh, go be great today because nothing else pays we'll see ya